This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Steve Santap is the founder of Tealim, a vibrant Jewish hiking club that was started in the late 90s that is still going today. The Tealim club has been a catalyst in so many people's lives. Indeed, some of our friends even met their spouses there. In addition to the social aspect, the members had an opportunity to walk throughout the country. Steve joins me now from the States where he lives to tell me why and how he started the club. Steve, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Jerisa. When it comes to Tulim, I'm always happy to chat about it. Many years ago, I was in my early 30s and I was looking to meet people and I joined what was then called the Jewish Hiking Club, which ran out of Cyril Dean. And uh, we went on hikes and I met some of course, young Jewish people there. And one of the guys I met was a guy by the name of David Terrett. Uh, as I say, we enjoyed the hiking, but we wanted a little bit more. So after a couple of months, we decided to break away and try and actually take the leadership of that club and, and uh, combine everything to make it more of a hiking and social club. Didn't work out for the person in the Cyril Dean hiking club or Jewish hiking club. So we started on our own and we ended up with well over 100 members over the time that I was involved in it. Over 100 members and I was one of them, Steve. And it was an important part of our lives at the time. What struck me about the club, especially when I look back, is that it attracted people from the, at the then Jewish day schools, non-Jewish day schools, secular, orthodox, different ages. What do you think attracted people to the club? It's always a big thing to meet people. And often in big cities, people think, oh, there's so many people around you. Uh, it's so easy to meet people, but it's not. You know, you can sit in your or your flat or your home and know nobody on the weekends while you are quite active and social at work. So it was um, a way to meet people in an informal situation. You don't have to do blind dates and feel awkward and scared to go on a date. You just come and socialize. It's not a date. It's a social, it became a social club. So I think uh, as people came and enjoyed it and told their friends about it, it just started to grow. And uh, I remember having meetings in my lounge where we had sometimes 100 people in my lounge at a meeting. So, yeah, it just grew and grew and went from strength to strength over the couple of years that I ran it. Steve, I also remember it was a beautiful balance between hiking. You know, I think we used to park our cars at Belfort Park and then decide who was taking theirs, people climb in. And there's something, I mean, South Africa is incredibly beautiful. Joburg is incredibly beautiful. We even went as far as Eswatini, Swaziland in the day. There's something about being out in nature that somehow brings out the ability to relax and talk to fellow people. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, while the hike is great and nice to be in the open outdoors, you know, it's just so nice to be in, in, in nature and socializing in nature looking at the trees and the, and the sometimes we went for weekends away at the stars. I remember being in Swaziland when we had a hippopotamus walk through the camp while we were all having a bra. We were there. You know, so we had I some was great there. experiences. I, yeah. I, I was there and it's one of the memories I will always keep uh, and treasure forever. Um, Steve, and, and then you talk about the social events, the kinds of things that, that we did. Yeah, we had movie evenings. I remember we had a disco evening. We went one night to the uh, the zoo on the night tour of the zoo, where we had forty people on the tour that night. So it was just such a great thing that people just couldn't wait for the next event. Every single month we went away for a weekend. We'd leave on a I, think we, I can't remember when we left or what day we left, but we spent a weekend 
Well, I think you always try to get there before Shabbos, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe it was after. I can't quite remember. It's 30 years ago. But yeah, the weekends away were just so great. The Cullen and Kays, we all slept in these caves. They all made out of rock. So they might have been 10 of us in a room, you know. So yeah, it was all great things as youngsters. And uh, I'm even quite happy to do that kind of thing today if I can, you know. How long were you founder and also in charge of the club? How many years were you there? I think it was uh, possibly two or three years. And then David uh, took it on after you, and then there was a rotational chair. What do you think kept it alive for so long? It's a difficult question, you know, because I think that the, the and you'll find that the chairs that after me were people that were in the club, obviously, and they just kept on wanting to keep it going all the time. So even if someone goes on a hike today, there would have been some members that were there 30 years ago. So, but I think what the club really needs today, if it had to continue, is to get some youngsters involved and uh, find one that's got a bit of passion because it's the youngsters that need to socialize and meet and greet and go away for weekends with all the pressure that we have today with the world as it is. It's uh, It could be a great, great place so to get youngsters involved would be, and maybe even some of the children, you know, people have got children now that are in their 20s. And I think there is a great need, as you said, to get out and get into nature and see see the beauty that our country has to offer. Steve, last year, end of last year, you had a 30-year reunion. It was well intended. I was one of the people there. It was such an exciting moment to see everybody, um, people from around the world. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about that reunion? Yeah, so I, I left South Africa about four years ago. I might come back, by the way. I miss it like mad. But um, I actually came to America to be with my family. I wanted to, back in South Africa, I wanted to try have a physical reunion with the people that were still there, but never worked out. Couldn't get it together at the time. So I thought about having one on Zoom, because now we're all scattered around the world, a lot of us anyway. And uh, put out uh, an invite. We've all kept in contact, or not all of us, but a, a number of us have kept in contact through Facebook and uh, WhatsApp and chats and all the rest of it. And uh, we put it out and a lot of people wanted to join us. And we had a Zoom reunion where we played some videos and gave everybody a chance to talk about if they married, how many children they got, how they met their their spouse and all the rest of it. And it was a great day. And I'm sure we might do do it again in another 30 years. Well, one of the things, I don't know if it was launched just before the reunion or around the union, is the Facebook page. Um, the TLM Facebook page. And, and what is amazing is it just to look at all those photos that are there and to kind of reminisce and try and think who was that and oh my gosh and all the rest. But I also saw that there were newsletters, that TLM had a newsletter. Like today, you, you wouldn't see something, something written and printed. It's like unusual. It was almost an oddity. Tell me about uh, that. Well, you know, I still like to hold my paper and, uh, paper and read it. I've got it in front of me right here. It's called the Teolim News. And um, we, what we would do, we were bringing out this newsletter once a month or once every two months, whatever it may have been. And we would, we would talk about the events we had. And we would, if we went to Stirkfontein Caves, we would get one of the members to write an article on the Stirkfontein Caves. Or there's any club note attentions or club notices. Uh, we, you know, we did the Sarkhead Trail in Middleburg. Somebody wrote about that. We went to the Bud Plas Adventure Resort. For a weekend, some in the Joburg Zoo and Swaziland and Cullinan Caves and boy, we went, <laughs> we just, there were just so many places we went to and the newsletter was a way of people 
reading it, and I suppose the people that didn't go could read it, and that also enticed them, well, I'm going on the next one. And the Facebook page has also almost become like a archive for the hiking club. A lot of pictures up there from the old days on the Facebook page, but a lot of us, we've got a WhatsApp group uh, for the guys, and a lot of us communicate on that WhatsApp group. But uh, even if you don't, not talking to each other, just our phone numbers being on that group, we connected. So I believe, you know, when I meet people, for me, it's a lifetime commitment. I mean, I've got people I'm friends who are still from my grade one years. All my friends to me are friends for life. And, and that's how it is with my two, my two limas, if I can say that. Well, Steve, at the reunion, I recall everybody co- commenting on your leadership skills, which are still so evident today and even through this uh, interview. There was also in the interview, the two limb club still continues, albeit much smaller. Is that correct? It's very small right now. And if hardly operating, I would say, but there are a couple of guys like uh, Errol Goodman, that made you a hike, and uh, he was talking about doing a modifatine hike. If anyone's still interested, then uh, it may, I don't know how they would contact me to go onto our group, but uh, or maybe they can contact you through the station. But I suppose it would be nice for someone to rekindle it and start having a program and uh, having weekly hikes and try and rebuild. But I would say the emphasis being really on the youngsters, you know, because it's good for the youngsters to meet. And uh, we've had our time, but it's not to say we can't attend, but maybe you have a seniors group and a youngsters group. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, there's many ideas that one can throw around. Well, I think there was an, an, an attempt to get the hiking club going and then COVID hit and lockdown hit. But now that I think about it, um, hiking is one of the best things to do during COVID because you are relatively safe outdoors and um, hopefully the waves will be less uh, severe. So the good news, Stephen, is everybody who listens to the show has my contact details, and I would be more than happy to to pass them on. Anybody would like to join to give them the details of the Facebook group or even indeed your details. So it can get going. I know that there was an enthusiasm for a hike. People who were then young, people who met through the club, now have children who are ready and amenable to, to going on hikes. And it, it would be lovely to see it continuing. What do you think its it legacy be, is? It yeah, it would definitely be great for it to continue. But I think it's going to take some youngsters. I don't know what Jewish groups are, are happening right now in South Africa. Are there any, is anything happening with other groups, social groups? So there are a lot of, obviously, the youth movements are very active. So I wonder if kids, youngsters, I should say, are more involved in that. But even as an activity, joint activity between a hiking club and a youth movement might be an option. Yeah, maybe these youth movements might start having schedules, you know. But it was just so nice at the time that we decided to, to we wanted to hike, we broke away, we formed something, and it was just maybe a, a once-in-a-lifetime amazing thing. And, it, you know, and the second time around, will it be the same? It'll be different. Times are different, you know. But I think if someone's got a bit of passion in wanting to make people meet, you know, who's not just chasing money all the time because there's no money to be made yet. This is just a matter of uh, pleasure, enjoyment, and and for do-gooders and fun fun seekers. So, yeah, it can happen. It can happen. I, could, I don't mind getting involved, even though I'm in America. We've got Zoom. We've got WhatsApp. We've got all sorts of things, you know. I'm happy. Steve, my last question to you is, what do you think the legacy of the hiking club is, the TULIM hiking club specifically? I think it's just that it brought so many people together, so many people that got married, engaged and married today with their children. 
that we all say we met at Teolim uh, and all the memories, you know, these days life is just memories. As we get older, these memories become so important to us and almost emotionally so, you know. We think about the good old days, but what you mustn't forget is uh, what we're doing today while we say the good old days, today will also be one day the good old days. So enjoy the day. <laughs> enjoy the day. Stephen, thanks so much for joining me from America at, at, at hours, I know. I really appreciate it. And yeah, it was lovely to have you and to reminisce. Thanks, Elise. It was great to chat, man. That was Steve Suntup, the founder of the Tier Lim Hacking Club.